Mark Tovar coaches leaders, employees, and executives to increase emotional intelligence and mental agility. He trains people to build relationships, momentum, and cohesion to enhance their leadership style. He also specializes in coaching those in high-stress professions from experiencing burnout, helping them to reorient and find the drive that will move them forward. This February, I was lucky enough to be able to take a week off and go out uh, to a retreat. And the, the whole focus of this retreat was to take business and entrepreneurial folks and help them work on their mindset, uh, make significant changes in the way that they see the world and do business. And some of us even change professional directions in order to accomplish things that we've always wanted to or, or felt like we needed to to gain some personal fulfillment. This particular group was hand-selected and they are highly motivated humans. We got to share about four or five days together to kind of talk over some things that we were doing right, share some commonalities. And um, I'm going to share with you some five or six distinctions that I think each of these people at this retreat have in common. And I believe that this will help us kind of move forward. Even as we think about emotional intelligence, one of the things that I was struck by is every single one of these folks are experts in the field of uh, psychology, right? So in order to even be at this retreat, you've had to have some sort of front-facing psychological work that you'd been doing with people in the realm of healing, uh, relieving emotional pain. Uh, everybody also at this retreat spent at least two decades doing that. So many of them are absolute experts in their field. So that was the group of folks that was uh, at this retreat. And we're all kind of pushing to be better and learn things and maybe do things in a different way. Right. Uh, there were some things that we had in common as we began to sit and talk. And I thought it was really interesting. Um, each of us had in some way experienced a recent misfortune, uh, whether that be something in our life that causes us to have loss and or this could be loss of a loved one, loss of motivation for our current job or place in life, or maybe not feeling as though we were functioning up to our greatest potential. We had things we wanted to accomplish. So each of us came there, I think, with wanting to seek uh, better direction, right? We all wanted to find some sort of rebirth or fulfillment or new information that could kind of push us there. Also, very interestingly enough, most of these people are doers. Uh, not most of them, all of them <laughs> are doers. And there's this common theme that when you begin to do things outside of what is expected in any field, uh, not just at, in this field, that you will receive a fair amount of shade. And it's it's backhanded compliments. It's kind of like questioning your authority to be able to do something or, you know, why do you feel that you need to do it this way? And it may start out as just a question or a comment, but all of us kind of felt as though, you know, when you began to do things outside the norm, people began to question in a very negative way uh, your intentions. 
what I really liked is that all of us being there really gave us a sense of camaraderie of gratefulness for being around uh, like-minded individuals. And that is, I find is really super important. And for me, I think was the turning point for me to say, look, there's a lot that one person who is driven and knows their area can do, but really to go on to a next level, one must have a group, a tribe, a dedicated support system of individuals who are doing things better than you are, but also dedicated as uh, fervently to your success. And I can tell you that each and every one of these folks was dedicated to the spirit of sharing uh, what we call uh, abundance over scarcity, right? Which means we do not think of the world in terms of there's only so much. Uh, it's me before you. Everybody has to come in first, second, third, fourth. No, we have an open sense of sharing and we want to tell anybody uh, what it will be to, if they ask, you know, how people become successful and what that's like. And this is another thing of emotional intelligence, right? That we champion people fiercely, that we, we have no competition in our heart that we say to them, you know, we want you to be the absolute best you can be. And if I can take you along, I'll do so. And it's not going to be a competition. We will collaborate for the best possible outcome. Now, I know for a lot of people, that may sound a little strange because you may say, well, that's not how the world works. But I'll push folks to be around other people that have that mindset uh, because I think it is a fantastic way to live. Um, all of us also voiced a great importance on being able to visualize, manifest, and remain optimistic to the point that you really believe things are going to happen positive in your life. Now, I know, I know people are going to be like, okay, here we go. Mark's going to break out the crystals and we're all going to sing Kumbaya and we're all, listen, I will tell you that these are highly trained psychological professionals. We are not the only ones who endorse the technique of a positive mindset. You take any sports star today, most major sports team have a on board psychologist, therapist, somebody who is working with them, meditation. And it's about, it's about visualizing and putting yourself in the place where you need to be in, all, in, in order to have your best performance. This is no different no different than that. So I'm not saying just because I think of money, a big pile of money is going to fall out of the sky right at my feet. Uh, this is not a substitute for the work or dedication that is required in the entrepreneurial process. Every single person there is equally adept at working hard. That is not the issue. We all work hard. Uh, the difference between what makes somebody really good at this to simply outstanding is they have the total package. They work hard and they have the correct psychological position to be able to implement these steps with focus, consistency, and movement. And that requires a positive mindset. So I don't argue much with folks who are like, well, I really don't believe in manifestation. I'm like, well, talk to Dr. Wayne Dyer. Talk to a couple of these folks who write these books that I'm going to give to you here in the name in just a little bit. Read these books. It's, it may change your mind. Uh, it is not hocus pocus, folks. Uh, if you believe that, you can. You're totally up to it. 
that's that's your choice. But we in the psychological profession knows that a healthy, positive mindset will better outcomes. Again, that's not all you have to do, but that's a very large part of it is how you set the table. So we all embrace this idea of abundance, right, over scarcity. Let me tell you the two books that they told me to read. The first one was The Big Leap. Uh, that's by uh, by Gay Hendricks, um, The Big Leap. Great book. Read it, got home from the retreat, got it done in two days. And there's another one called The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read, The Missing Key to Finally Tapping into the Universe and Manifesting Your Desires by Andrew Cap. Uh, you said, okay, Mark, we went to this uh, retreat here. You met with a whole bunch of really cool people, and you read your books. And now what? What does that have to do with us? What are you going to ask us to do? I'll tell you. I am currently about a week into a 30-day challenge to improve my mental position and mindset. Here's what I did. Based on the suggestions of folks at that retreat, the abundance mindset, uh, being positive, and also the book reading, I went ahead and recorded about 30 positive manifestation affirmations, uh, set them to music, and now I play them every day in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. And you might think that is a little bit strange, and that's okay. But what this is, is an attempt to change the old programming in your mind because there's so much negativity uh, in your space, you're not even aware of what's in your diet. So you have to use this both consciously and subconsciously. Again, not a substitute for eating right, sleeping right, doing all the things you need to do, just an additional uh, adjustment that is believed to help. And what I've done here is also I've included this for you. At the end of this podcast, go ahead and stay on after you hear the final um, sign-off for the podcast, and there will be um, my particular affirmations that I've set for myself. Uh, these are things specifically that I need to work on within my life or I'm currently working on or want to better. Now, the best thing for you to do is after you listen to mine, I want you to go home, go to wherever you're going to go, record your own. First, write them down so you know what you want to do and record them if you're audio or you can read them off the the paper doesn't matter to me uh this is just a way to keep in practice to keep your positivity flow and uh, it's not something you, most people can do without practice just like yoga or any other form of meditation or positive behavioral change so the way to be most effective is write your own affirmations to yourself specifically for you and do the same thing. At the end of 30 days, we'll be able to kind of come back and see if this has changed the way that you look at the world, that the way things are showing up in your life, and the way that you view your possible options. I will tell you already about seven, eight days in, there's a difference. I can definitely feel a sense of change and looking at the world differently. And... I'm going to continue to do it again. This is kind of the area that I swim in, so it isn't odd to me, but it's good to be reminded that there's going to have to be some different practice. So I'm going to do that. You guys feel free to stay on after this and listen to the sample of my positive affirmations. Stop them whenever you want. Get to writing them as soon as you can. Uh, your own affirmation. Let's do this for 30 days and let's see what happens.
I see investment opportunities and do not fear opportunity costs. I share love in the exact way my partner needs to feel safe, secure, and adored. I anticipate change and adjust to both solicited and unsolicited change. I see long-term effects of my decisions before I enter into anything with myself or others. I only do the amount of work needed and necessary. I do not overwork my mind or my time reservoirs, so I am never burned out. I draw in good and am protected from any energy that is unclean or has bad intentions. I am satisfied with my life and grateful for what I have. I do not compare myself to others. I am a good steward of all the universe places within my hands. I am aware of others' feelings at all times and care for their well-being. I share what I have with the belief that there will always be more. I believe in the innate progress and prosperity of all people. The purpose of life is to experience and produce joy wherever you may be. I have been endowed with extraordinary resilience and hope and my presence can produce a sense of calmness and well-being to those who experience me. I am delighted that you joined me this week and hope you will again. We'll explore more positive leadership and emotional intelligence topics that will continue to create the new leaders we need. If you'd like today's podcast, do me a favor and share it with the people that you think can benefit. Uh, you can find my information in the show description along with the link to leave me a message or comment or even my LinkedIn page. I'm Mark Tovar, and until next week, stay EQ ready. <laughs>